Welcome, challengers, to Nev's Not Here, Fro's Not Here. Just start the fucking episode. Welcome to the battleground of the gods. Welcome, challengers, to Nev's Not Here, Fro's Not Here. That's right, a Smite podcast. I am your host, Step Nation, and joining me today, we have Willow1771. What's going on, bots? And I'm going to say that Nev and Fro aren't here, so I can edit it into the beginning of the episode before the, the sound e- or the song even comes on. So, Oh, I like it. We're going to make like a it. record tonight. <laughs> make a record. Willow edit. Silent Reveries. Yo! Trying to catch you off guard there. I was waiting for another big pause. Nope. I'm on to your tactics now. <laughs> <laughs> I got you the other week. I got you the other week. You did. And, jo- and joining us today, we have a very special guest, the other Frost. How's it going, bud? Hello. That would be me. If you're currently listening to this, I'm not being held hostage. These are very fine folk. I am not in an abandoned, from what I can tell, a KFC. I think from the remnants <laughs> of the burned Ronald McDonald Stop effigy telling them all in our the secrets. Oh, Stop oh, telling okay. them all yeah. our secrets. And my safety may or may not be dependent on you all listening to everything. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I think that was literally our best guest guest intro. That was fantastic. One of them. Yeah. yeah. Top tier. We, at the beginning, we always catch them off guard because they're like, what? I'm doing an intro? Oh, no. Oh, no. It's not my first rodeo. Yeah. So, uh for for those of us who may not know, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Who this? Who I are and what I do. See, I've gone through many different phases because I've been around for like seven years. I've had a lot of hats. I've, I've done voice of the top five console plays with Hi-Rez. That was like back in 2014, 15. It's a long time ago. Then I was uh, sort of on hiatus, but I was editing for Barra. Uh, for Jeff, but for Venenu later on, and then hiatus again. If anyone did see me, it was mostly in ranked or something like that. Then out of nowhere, I just sort of come back, make videos again, and I just kind of end up here. I just don't go away like a turd that just won't flush. <laughs> Are you still editing for people? Nah, I actually had to. I actually had to put that aside. Like all the, all the stuff I do for me. I honestly, I asked three, four, five, maybe six or seven like pros or other people that I said, you know, what? I want to edit for you. I've got these ideas. You can have these videos. Let me just edit for you, your personality and you do all this stuff. I just want to do the editing, but nobody really had the time or desire. So I just kind of ended up doing it for myself. Interesting. Okay. There was a big, there was a really long time in like season three, season four, where there was a lot of pros that were just having people edit their stream content into videos to put on YouTube for extra Yeah, that content. was me. Yeah, as you were one of the ones that did a lot of the editing from what I gathered at that time frame. Yeah, uh, those, but there was uh, a few others. Yeah. Leaf Wright used to do a bunch too, I think his yep. name was. Yeah, I, I worked yeah. I worked with Leaf. Um he did uh, a lot of the thumbnails. He did a lot of stuff for Allied. Uh, In con. Lo- lovely. Yeah, he did a lot of the... I think he just mon- had a monopoly on all the thumbnails. <laughs> yeah, was he like, was the was thumbnail like a guy for a while. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was a mafia kind of thing. Like, you you want thumbnails? I know a guy. But it'd be a shame if you did your own thumbnails and they caught fire or something. <laughs> <laughs> we break your kneecaps. That was, 
Because you're making that your was own one of the one of the questions I was going to ask you later. But since we're on thumbnails now, I'll, where did you get this idea to like make meme thumbnails with your serious videos that you make? That's, that's <laughs> the weird thing, isn't it? They're they're not okay. Because like my my everything, my entire style is that it is it at the end of it, it leaves you with this strange feeling of was that serious? Was that funny? <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that? Not a sense of uh, of emptiness, but a source of anyone can interpret it the way that they want it. It's a very John Lennon's pretentious, I am the walrus, and essays. What does that mean, children? Write an essay about what does that mean? And then in the end, you find out Lennon was just being a bit of a dick. And, he's just, and he was okay. really fucking high. <laughs> yeah, he was really high, and he's just all like, you know what? Let's see what they Let's, think of this one. Yeah, I am the walrus, cuckoo-cachoo. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. Well, that sounds like communist propaganda to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I have, uh, like this week, I've, I've seen your content before. This week I spent a lot of time um, watching a bunch of your newer stuff. And you're right. It has that weird feeling like, man, that was that was good information. But the way you portrayed it was interesting. So I don't know if he was being serious. Um, yeah, I've gotten that a few times. One person was actually mad at me. Um, oh God. I don't know if you saw the video. It was the the ward bamboozle because basically, I I knew somebody had a sentry ward. I placed a regular ward so that they would waste their time clearing mine, and then I rotated to mid lane and got a triple kill because they wasted their time. And then the guy <laughs> was all like, yeah, I didn't really understand this video concept. Like, all the other ones have a good point that you make, and I really think this should not have been placed at all. You should really take your content serious. And I'm just like, who, who is this? Who is? It's my manager, I think. <laughs> my manager has found my channel and they, they're telling me to take it serious as content yeah. creators ourselves i love when people in the comments are like you're not taking yourself seriously enough or you're not doing the content that we want yeah but we want to do this content <laughs> yeah it's, it's a very it's it's a bit of a conundrum of i i made the content i wanted and that's what brought you here so really you don't know what you want until I do it. For a second, I thought Willow was going to say he really likes it when people place wards. That's ah, I might have yelled about that a little. I bit listened last to week. last week. <laughs> yeah, I might have now, yelled Frost, about that a little bit. You know, though, after your latest video, there's going to be people out there that are now telling people that medusa isn't played because they get blank blocked you've created this now <laughs> it's, it's not it's not just because that's, that's the other thing, it leads to more interpretation it's not just because she gets blink blocked it's because that dash she's got two big old teeth that get caught on anything if you position improperly you just can't dash away that that's what medusa does amaterasu wasn't played they had to fix the dash because of, of how easy it was to get caught on something and now mm. she's getting first banned in pro yeah, play now, because now she's it's so easy. Good. Yeah. But with Medusa, it is a whole uh, junglers can just get in front of you and then you can't get away from a gank. And that's mostly going to come through, say, a blink. But uh, the, lovely, also, yeah. the lovely blink outplay. I am kind of... I, 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 I keep myself up at night sometimes wondering... If 
maybe there's a message in a video that would get misconstrued and then it's going to end up coming back to bite me in my own games because i've had a ranked match where one guy said oh my god it's frost like fanboy 100 percent all the way through didn't didn't speak the best english so it was kind of hard to communicate with him but i'd been playing a lot of bacchus and he was he was copying my exact bacchus in every way shape and form and then he, he fed his brains out for the first like 10 minutes and i'm like <laughs> what are you doing and from what i could understand he was saying, I'm doing what you said in the videos to do. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, I'm just that right there. I'm ending my career forever right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, I also watched. I, there, was, there was a video that I, I, I really appreciated because I fucking hate the solo lane. It is boring to me. I yeah. am a support player. I play mid. I can play carry. Yeah. Fucking solo sucks. <laughs> that Guan Yu video where you just were like, this is how I play solo as a support was fantastic. I don't know how long ago it was, but I really appreciated that. I was like, this is these are really good tips. I feel like I now know how I want to play solo lane. I'm just going to out clear. I'm going to rotate at 10 minutes and try and get a kill and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I've been. I've also been like working on some of the other ones, but it's it's. I don't know. It doesn't have that same level of success because solo laners are just kind of like uh, big brother supports. Uh, yep. Sort of what they are. They just they go and support in front of the enemy's face is what they do. The yep. actual meme of the best kind of crowd control is death. But I always it doesn't pick- translate well for like junglers. Mid laners and, uh, and yeah, those are those are the other two roles that I don't do. Yeah, those two, it's very hard to translate from from like a, a duo lane standpoint. Yeah, I agree, a hundred percent. Jungle is its own set of things. Um, but the one thing that I I always say about solo lane is that there's two types of solo laners. There's the ones who are hard carries, and there's the ones that are just support, like major. You know what I mean, like. Just get big and win through supporting better than the enemy team. Yeah, well, that's generally what it comes down to. Usually, I'll get matched up against people who are way better than me in solo lane. I've gone against, I've gone against Variety. I've gone against Baskin. I've gone against e- even Rainian's Ymir. Like that was a freaking pain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you did. I, I absolutely love the boy, and he. I was Wukong absolutely obliterated me in the solo lane like horrendous thing but i won the match because he's he's got a very sort of um push a lead and keep pushing a lead and a sort of if the team can't keep up with how good he is they trip over their faces and he's the last one standing after a team fight whereas me i'm very like mother duck come come children all together now attack this (laughs) and attack this and then we won just because of that. But Solo Lane and his Ymir, it was, it was a nightmare. Are we, like, just going to reference Beatles songs? Because as you're saying, all together now, <laughs> that's all I can think of. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah, Rainian has a very dual perspective. Like, he, he knows how to play a lead and push a lead, uh, which is a very dual mentality. You as a support or dual lane player play for the team game. Which I feel like that's why I hate duel because I am very similar to that. Mm, I don't. I don't know because I. Th- I think it comes down to a personal preference. I'm a very 
control oriented kind of player i i'm using terms from like i'd say card games how i don't know if any of you are familiar with say like hearthstone or magic the gathering there's there's um there's aggro decks there's control decks and and you know all those different kinds of decks but aggro is just push lead all the time just everything get as much of a lead as you possibly can and then there's the control that waits for something to respond to something to map out an answer to and that that's just that's just always been more my style even if i play hunter i'm not going to be like zap who wins hard and loses hard either way he's just going to be in your face no matter what i'm always even if i am playing a very hard carry character i always try to sort of play for the team i see smart i uh i i'm a very similar mindset i always play for the team i try and follow up if i'm playing a carry i always follow up um off of team play it that's how you win games zap wins games because he just gets huge and nobody can kill him but that doesn't win everybody games the average player doesn't win like that zap presses all the buttons zap pray zap plays a theoretical hunter game where if the support were was where he was supposed to be if the mid laner was doing everything he was supposed to, if the jungler, solo laner, if everything was coming together, he would be 100% the best hunter. But that doesn't really work any anywhere near as like to the level or the degree as what it should be in ranked because it's it's just, you know, too many too many things that he can't control. So then yeah. he's just kind of stuck feeding or fragging. There there is no in between with that. <laughs> I feel That's like the best Barra part is, is very that. opposite because he plays very uh, calculated. Yeah, Bar- Barra is more uh, more control oriented. If if I had to label the two, I I do think that he's like uh, of the two, one I think is more consistent. The other one's more fun to watch. Agree. Well, I think we've gotten a pretty good feel for who you are. Why don't we roll on into our games this week? Uh, Silent Reveries, how are your games, bud? Well, uh, playing in the Obey Community League since the Exilium League is over for the moment. Uh, it's going to start back up here in October. Um, so I had a couple more games this week. They got cast on the Obey Community channel. It was fun, popped off. We were playing a team that we were way better than. So it was unfortunate for them to have to get cast the way it did, but... I mean, the first time I played Raw, and they didn't build any anti-heal. So I healed for pretty much as much damage as I did. <laughs> so, oh, oh, my. Mercy. Yeah. You're playing with some, some of the community people from Bachi. Yeah. Yeah. Too, yeah. Big Rick's on my team. Uh, Nev is a sub for this one. Um, Silent Aces just took over for support. Uh, of course, Mackenzie from... Uh, the Exilium team that I played on is with us, and Krim, who is our ADC over there. So it's a little mixed right now until we get back to Exilium and everybody's split up again. But nice. the big thing that happened this week happened yesterday. Okay, I've been playing since season wait, one. Wait, wait, hold on. You you gotta tell you got before you do what I know you're gonna talk about. You have to tell me or you have to tell everybody about the on her play that you made because it was dirty. Oh, I mean, it, it's just this Agni had something in his head. And good, good on him because 
it's probably the right thing a lot of the time. He just wanted to push tower no matter what. If I was not in lane, he was pushing tower. This time, it was just real unfortunate for him because it was early on in the game. I was level three. I'm getting right harpies, and he clears the wave and just pushes up in the tower. And now I'm playing on her, and he's like a little bit in the radius of tower. So I come from right harpies, jump on him, knock him up, impale him into the wall, auto attack, put my pillar in front of him, and he takes three tower shots because he can't get around it and just dies. Ooh, it just, I'm pretty it, sure he dashed into that pillar. <laughs> I think he did too. And you like you literally special. cut him short. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll post the clip again uh, for people to see. But it was just like I'm like that is I. I'm sorry, Agni. I had to do you like that. <laughs> um. Oh. So I've been playing since season one. Um. On and off, really. Um. You know, beware the burnout, as Frost would say. Um, so, I've never... Okay, I'll set up. I was playing Assault last night with Nev. It was Nev's birthday today, so she wanted to frag and Assault a bunch last night. I got Hu Yi, okay? Started out, just bought Failnaught off the bat. Just, just got it. <laughs> and then I built like Crit Hu Yi the rest of the time. And I managed somehow in season yonder six to get my very first pentakill. Let's go. Mm. I think I have like four in my entire career. They were all on accident. I have zero still. Oh, I've been which is what, you know, there's three. people who are like, yeah, you know, I got 52 and a half pentakills. I'm like, okay, but go fuck yourself. All right. I go just got my first arena. one. <laughs> And I'm pretty happy. Yeah. But it's, I mean, I just, I mean, I guess I don't really play a lot of gods that set themselves up for pentakills. Maybe I do. And I just, I'm just a shitter. It's probably completely that too. <laughs> no, it's not you. It's, it's society. <laughs> Very specific kind of players who do play like the Thanatos or the Kali or the Mercury. You're not going to find me on those that often. So you're not really going to get a lot of pentas. Right. It's not, right. it's not you, it's the world. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was super hype. I was super and of course, you know, it's you get the quadra and all of a sudden you're I don't know why. Like thirty two years old, I'm playing a fucking video game, right? I get a quadra and now I'm hot. I'm shaking. I'm like, if don't don't take this fucking kill from me. A please let myself Aim auto attacks once. Because if somebody's full health, boom, land over every auto, auto attack. If somebody is one health, no, missing all the auto attacks. But I got it. Made it. I relate so hard with that. I do have a few quadras. Not a lot of pentas because of that thing where it's like after the fourth one, you're hearing the announcer pack. Maybe you got them a little too fast, so it's sort of catching up. You heard the triple. You're like, okay, is there somebody else? Quadra, quad, where's the fifth one? Fingers, don't fail me now. And you see them, and you're just aiming for them. And that last bit of health, you're not, you're not <laughs> going to get it. You're feeling time tick away because you know that even if you do manage to get that last one, it's gone. You just went from quadra kill to deicide. There's no penta. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if you're Anatoly, it's a deicide anyway, but that's besides the point. 
<laughs> oh, Anatoly. Oh, sorry, Anatoly. <laughs> How about you, Willow? How are your games this week? Um, so the last two nights I've been on call at work, so I've been relatively busy with that. We're a relatively short staff, but I did get to play a little Wednesday night um, with some of the the folks at Baji. Um, I I met a couple new people. I played with baseball and his buddy Schrodinger. Uh, they play on PC, so I got to play my first uh, crossplay games. Um. No major highlights. Uh, I played... Schroederinger and I ended up in duo lane together. And I don't play a lot of carry. I usually play support. But um, we fragged in duo lane. Our team on the other side of the map didn't do so well. We had a rando in mid or jungle. I don't remember exactly which one. And uh, it caused us a little little roughness. If I, if, I might be off on this but i remember fragging in duo lane really hard early on and we just didn't transition it very well um i think we ended up winning the game or oh no no no! this is the game where we threw at fire giant they killed us and ended the game we got a double pick and we're like yeah let's go to fire right now um they came to fire and we were low enough that they decided us and ended the game with three people Bastet cats are stupid, by the way. Um, but we still had fun. Uh, played a few other games, a little bit of Assault, a little bit of um, Conquest, which was nice. I haven't played a lot of Conquest lately. Um, so it was fun to meme around with the boys. Um, I remember why I don't much care for uh, Conquest without a five-man. Um, it just is really hard when you get one player who... First of all, doesn't listen to any of the calls. Second of all, BMs. And thirdly, is just like split pushing the entire game. So you're basically in a 4v5 all the time. Um, that wasn't fun. See, uh, now if, play... if you play ranked most of the time, having only one person do it, it's, you know, it's nice. You're like, shit, only one person? I like this. Yeah, I've been there, done that. <laughs> I always love when the duo lane or the it, it might just be the carries are just literally in lane all the time until they both get each other's phoenixes. We're like fighting over fire. We're trying to push towers without a ADC. Like, hello, <laughs> we're over here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got to play with a few people from the Discord. I was pretty happy with that. Uh, I plan on playing a bunch this weekend. Um, so if you see me on, hit me up. Uh, I guess I just realized that that nobody will hear that. So never mind. Um, I didn't say anything because <laughs> we record on Friday and the episode goes out on Wednesday. Scratch that. Depp, how was your games? My games were something else. So recovering from a wedding in Dog City feels bad. And... On top of that, it was a Sunday wedding. Who the fuck has a Sunday wedding? Save money. I mean, How are you that's really what it money is. Not wrong, instance. but because, because nobody wants to have a Sunday wedding. Yeah, Willow. yeah, exactly. Nobody, you mean nobody <laughs> wants to go to a Sunday wedding? A little bit of both. Okay. No, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, I guess you're kind of you're cutting out some of the guest list by having it on Sunday and people not coming. Because people got work the next day, or if they're out of town and they got work the next day. 
but I was in town, but I still had work the next day. So going back, I wasn't here last week. So played a couple games on my birthday, just some, some casual arenas. Got a uh, one win, one loss. Got online the next day. Got, uh, I think I partied up with Fro and the crew, maybe. Yep, Fro. And we all know he's an assault main, so he dragged me into some uh, some assault. We we won the first game, then we lost the next two. And let's see here, 19th. Two more assault games, two more games with Fro, two more losses. Fro is so- the loser! It's him! Every time me and Fro play together, we fucking lose at least 50% of our games. I am well, blaming him after he's, this. Uh, <laughs> he's Mr. I'm an assault main, a Grandmaster's assault, and <laughs> he's motherfucking bringing me into an MMR that I am not ready for. Like, yes. I don't main assault at all. It's does like one of my least. Have MMR? <laughs> right? It does. It does. <laughs> it's not like ranked, but yeah. When you get higher, so... when you get higher in the assault. MMR, you end up seeing a lot of the same people over and over again. Oh, I know. And it's a horrible thing. Uh, yep. That, this is sort of why, like, funny enough, why I play so much ranked is because I can't stand casuals. Because once you get too much, quote-unquote, MMR, everyone just stares at each other in arena. You see the same gods, and everyone's just towing the line, waiting for those creeps. Assault, you're, you're either pushed up to their tower, or you're just kind of sitting under yours. Yep. Yeah, there's usually not <laughs> middle ground in assault. No. That first fight so. is what what shows which team is going to stand under a tower and which team is going to stand <laughs> yeah. in lane. Yep. So that's kind of how uh, all of that went. But my last two games this week were a duel and an arena, and I won both of them. Oh, so. shit. First, first we've got Duel. And, you know, it was funny. We were talking about the Frosty Boy himself earlier. Rainian is Ymir. I'm like, yeah, Ymir's got this. Well, came up against an Ardeo. And she's hitting everything, auto-canceling, like, doing actually pretty good. She had me beat as far as kills went. But I got a late-game kill on her. And she forfeited. She was actually a level up on me. I hadn't hit 20 yet. So, you know, when, you, when you're when you fighting back and forth with someone in duel, it, it feels good when you pull out a victory. And then I brought Baron Samadhi into the arena for a win. 2-3, but 18 assists. Not, not too shabby. Felt felt pretty good. Did quite a bit of healing, if I can pull my stats up. I can't pull those stats up. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but did did a good amount of amount of work. I had a I had a lifesteal cooldown build. Oh, the so, Pythags into cooldown boots. Um or cool no, so I always with Baron. With Baron, I start Lotus Crown. Because okay. it's got good MP5. It gives you some physical protections. And it gives you a bit of power. And 
the passive works well with your two? Yeah. The two. Is heal? Yes. The two is the heal. <laughs> the two is the heal. Picked up some cooldown boots. Got soul gem. Picked up uh, my shaman's ring. And then uh, did Bancroft's Typhons. And I think only <laughs> one person. One person on the enemy team built anti-heal. So I was just harassing them constantly. It was great. Belt's, great the, the belt's kind of shit, though. That. Yeah, no, that was <laughs> bad. <laughs> belt's kind of shit, though. <laughs> you, I mean, is it? Yes. Did you have is any pens? Yes. <laughs> if it works, Did it is need it? Pen? <laughs> if it works, is it? All right, we're, they, we're they talking about it. Arena. I'll give it to you. We're talking the, about Arena. The only magical protections that any of the enemy team had is one had a Void Stone and a different one had... Uh, and Chile, and Sile, whatever you want to fucking call it. Yeah, but those are the only magical protections on the enemy team. Yeah, yeah but we have one we have pen- protections too. Yeah, one. Yeah, it's like fifty nine. One yeah. base. It's, it's <laughs> nothing. Like it's trash. Those protections are trash. Uh, until you start basic attacking. Yeah, I. I and think you're, you're undervaluing. I wish I, I wish I had that option now. <laughs> I think you're undervaluing. <laughs> flat pen in that situation like a spear adesso or a spear magus would have just amplified your damage potential greatly that's all right our aries had a void stone oh okay that, so yeah. you had a little protect or little penetration it seems, little pen, yeah, it seems like you have the uh, yeah. the opposite problem of me where i just i just want to go like okay boots they have a healer all right, I'm going to get the uh, the Divine Ruin. All right, now I need... I'm Poseidon. Spear's good with it. All right, now I need power, cooldowns. So now I've got uh, the Spear of Desolation. And then I've already got those. Let's get the last one going. And it's just pure pen and everybody's... Where's your power? Well, you don't need any if you're doing, like, almost true damage. Yeah, I do the oh, same gosh. thing half the time. I I think triple pen is undervalued in the meta right now on in casual level play. In high level play, I see triple penetration bot regularly on mages. Although the meta right now is very weird because the build is very weird with Pythags and um, Ethereal Staff being so pos- like almost bought on every mage now. It takes away your potential for a third pen item. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Frost? How are your games? My games have been uh, a fever dream for the entire week. It's just everything you'd expect out of Smite. There's high-level play, and there, there's, um, you know, the nice thing about once you get to a certain level of rank is you start seeing the same people over and over again, and they tend to be pros, and those matches are probably the absolute worst. So we had one match where it's Scream and Venenu, as oh, Hades and Bastet against oh, me. No. Yeah. Absolutely shoved down. I um, I die at some point. I think like nine minutes in the game. I come back up. And I'm like, hmm. What happened to our mid towers? I think we spawned without mid towers. <laughs> Another one. Uh, let's see. Who was it? This one happened yesterday. Zap. He was Hawaii ADC. His whole team had blink. All of them had blink. So little old me in the mid lane. I couldn't even exist anywhere without getting blinked on 
Oh, and then, no. Though those those games never go well because every time they're on the other team, my team's either fanboying too hard, or we have that one guy that's like, "It's my first game in seven months," or you have it the other way. I went against uh, who was it? I've gone against Raffer, and he just he can't do anything because his team is potato. I went against Adapting today. We had five blinks. He rage quit his stream because I would uh, I would blink him as Cupid. Oh and no! He just, he just couldn't do anything. It's always just. Quite the toss-up of who knows what it is you're going to get. And I think it's sort of turning into, I want the name to stick. I want to be the unluckiest ranked player in all of Smite. It's, it's just so unfortunate whenever I play. Um, I am pretty sure I'm the one who gave you that. <laughs> I don't know when it happened, but like reading that tweet that you put out about you being the unluckiest ranked player, that was me like... A month or so ago, maybe two months ago now, I lost like nine ranked games in a row, and then I ended up going like two and ten after that. Like I won a ranked game, lost another five, won one, lost another five. Like it was just atrocious. I went from mid plat to almost silver because of that that losing streak. It was uh, it's awful. it's been awful. I was at like 2200 MMR. Now I'm sitting at like high 1800. It's just been a massive string of losses and just kind of out of my control. I don't mind wins. I don't mind losses. But when they feel like, uh, like I, I had Shield of Regrowth on Cupid just because I wanted to see like, you know, a full cooldown. Every time I get a heal from the heart, I get to zoom around a little bit. Just. Because I knew there was no way that we could lose that match. It was an empty match to me. And then the losses, same thing. It was just like a DC or someone who was completely outclassed in their role. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, the weekends are usually when I just take a break from it all to avoid the burnout. And then I can start the spankings again Monday through Friday. Now, how are you going to be the unluckiest rank player if you're just Chernabog 6 now? That's true. Stream, streamer <laughs> mode doesn't work for me. That's the, it doesn't. I tried stream. No, I tried streamer mode, and in in the chat, uh, just in the lobby chat, uh, instantly every game. Hey, Frostbite. Yeah, we know you have streamer mode on. It's not working, bud. Next few games, Frostbite one, Frostbite one. I'm like, what? How? How is streamer mode is getting me more attention than if I didn't have it on? It's like they try to hunt you out once they see that you have streamer mode on. And yeah, and this is um, no, it's it's not it's not even that. It's like it exposed my name. There was something going on that people knew it was me in the lobby because I, I don't know. It's a smite feature apparently. <laughs> I I think so there's I, I definitely some like. bugs in the the streamer mode, and I'm sure that they're looking into them. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that it's having a negative effect currently. Yeah, I think um, I like the idea as a starting point for dealing with toxicity. I think one, the execution was poor, and if this is their final solution, then I would say it's piss poor. But if it's sort of like the beginning of dealing with all those things, then it's okay. Yeah, I think that. I uh, hope this is a. Go ahead. I think that PBM's point about 
not knowing who high rank players are because streamer mode, like up and coming players, or you see all your favorite players play against each other because it's high rank. I can see his point, but for like low level shitters, um, like myself, I think for people who are out there who are still like suffering from ranked anxiety, streamer mode allows them to go into these rank games now without having to worry about, you know, them knowing who you are because you play bad or anything like that. So I think on some lower level players, if they want to hide who they are, who they are for that reason, it could help some people, but I don't like it myself. I think, I think content creators like, um, solo double J and, um, sexy Rexy and Trelly and Dave and all them, which I love their content. Don't get me wrong, but part of their content is memeing on the people that they're playing, right? Like they literally can make fun of some of the people that they play. Hell, Solo Double J has a whole series where he plays low-level duel and just memes on kids. This gives them an opportunity not to create like this witch hunt effect that has occurred because of the things that they've said in their videos, which is great. It gives it gives that effect which is nice but for like the average joe eh, it, it, it's okay yeah i'm um i've been around since since beta i've seen a lot of these professional players that we have now go from nobodies like just quite literally ranked nobodies to rank stars to getting picked up on prof professional teams. One of the best Smite videos, I think, that encompasses like the history of it is a Barracuda's video, the greatest Smite game of all time, or something like that. In there, you have Shadow Q, you have Cyclone Spin. I think Aurora was there, and this is back in Season 1. And to me, it's kind of it's kind of nice seeing that you can go from being relatively nobody to being somewhat recognized and then at that point people get invested in you because at a high level you do get a sort of reputation once you get to a certain point people do recognize your name over and over again that ranked anxiety that you said for like low level players i don't know if it should be attached to the name because i rarely run into the same well that, that was well back when i was in like bronze silver gold I wouldn't run into the same players. You're right. I feel like there's enough of a player base there. to. It's very rare to have a repeat. Yeah. But once you start getting into like high-level plat, there are certain players that the ranked community at that point does know, oh boy, this person feeds when they do this, this person only plays this, and this person is a troll. <laughs> yeah. Streamer mode to me would have been would have been a lot nicer if if it had just made the streamer anonymous, I do I do like that they have the function that only hides your name. I think that's like the most I would ever use if it actually worked for me instead of just <laughs> frostbite one. <laughs> oh, we here, put on this mustache. No one's gonna recognize you. But look in the mirror. Who's oh god, who's that? Uh that is pretty much all it did for me. And then uh it, it does feel like a sense of we couldn't do anything about the trolls. So we're just going to hide. Like that that's it. We're not going to try to police it. We're not going to make better bands. We're not going to do any of that stuff. We're just going to go underground. 
I... I think the problem here is that the community is not using the resource of reports effectively. All Every time I see a, like players calling for you to report somebody, it is 90% because you fed in a, a rough matchup or um, you just, you weren't prepared for the role that you got and kind of got, kind of fed. You know what I mean? Like, Every time something like that happens, the entire lobby is like, everybody report the Thor for feeding. He went one in 12. <laughs> okay, he tried something, it didn't work. That's not, like, bad play isn't a reportable offense. If you go through the reports, it doesn't say he played bad. Did he run under tower at level one? Okay, yeah, he intentionally fed. That's intentionally feeding. Did he BM you in chat? Oh, he called me, uh, he told me to go kill myself and that I'm a piece of shit. Okay, then he was harassing, like, use the report function appropriately and then we can deal with the trolls and the, the int feeders and the DCers. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's not why, that's not why streamer mode got implemented. No, I, I agree, but everybody's saying that stream remote, everybody, stream remote should try and cut down on the trolls. It, it didn't really cut down on the trolls. The trolls are still there. Yeah. They're still going to uh, troll. Yeah, Rathan said that uh, it cuts down on opportunistic trolling, which is sort of like uh, neighborhood watch or having cameras, is is the... The idea that these crimes, if, if you want to be so like heavy-handed on the phrasing, that these crimes aren't done because they're being plotted out, it's because they're just there. It's, a, it's an opportunity or something. I don't think all the time people just randomly go, oh, I feel like trolling right now. It, it, to me, it's a bit, from what I've seen, it is more like vendettas. Sometimes a bit personal, or sometimes they always do it. Either way, all three of those things they're just they're just not getting banned. Yeah. Right. But they're not getting reported either. Or like one person reports them out of 20 people that got affected by him. So we know that we know how Frost feels about streamer mode. Do we have any other questions for him from other people yonder in Discord? Oh, you mean the guest questions? Yes. Yeah, I like have one segue? question before Boom. we that was beautiful. I, I want to start this with a question that I have for you because I watched the video that you recently did. Um, now I can't think of the name of it, but you basically talked about burnout. Recently, I started playing Borderlands 3. First of all, I love the series. It's one of my favorites of all time. Uh, the game is fantastic. I won't chit-chat about it, first of all, because Bryce would kill me, and second of all, I promise I wouldn't. But... <laughs> The part of the reason why is because I've been playing Smite all summer, and I just needed a break. I, I needed a couple weeks to just get off of Smite. I do this every summer because I usually play a lot from spring into summer, and then I get back into it a lot around Worlds time because I love the pro play. So in that video, you talked about burnout, taking days off, stepping away from the game, taking a week off or a month off whether it's just from Smite or video gaming in general. Do you want to expand on that point? 
it's uh, like I said, it goes into those like, is it serious? Is it funny? But also, is does it does it get you anywhere personal? To me, um, probably the one thing that might have not been picked up on is near the end, I said, burnout can come from losing sight of what it was that brought you joy to begin with. That was sort of, even though it was the end bit, is sort of like the thesis or the what encompasses of it. In my mind, I was thinking of every pro player, every friend I've ever played with, every everybody, even myself, whenever the burnout did happen, it's just, you're, you end up as this shell of like, any third party will look at you, you're miserable. You're, you're just there going through the motions, and then they ask you that question of, well, why do you still play? And that was like an open-ended, what, why, why am I still playing? Why, why am I still here? Because you forgot why you started. And I think that's sort of what the burnout does is you go through these motions, you lose sight of what it was that was bringing you the joy, the fun, and then you cling on to something else. I was going to sort of expand it and make it a bigger video of people who, to me and Smite, I think there's a, a level of frustration that comes from, one, everybody wants to have fun. But fun is subjective. Everyone has their own personal fun. Sometimes you're just not a competitive player. Sometimes you want to do something else. You want to play some arenas. You end up with those matches that I don't enjoy where you're just kind of staring at each other. Or an assault, you're just staring at the tower lines. You're not doing anything. Because some people's fun comes from constant action. Some people's fun comes from winning. Because they can't have that constant action all the time. You might as well try to win. Okay, so when you don't win, that's just even more frustrating. It also brought back to mind how Adapting had a, a long time ago, I think it was like season four, that rage montage of him where he's playing Susano and he's absolute raging. I hate this character. This character is so stupid. I hate playing this character, but I have to play this character because if I don't play this character, I won't win, but I'm not winning anyways. So it's like a triple layer of really forgetting where the joy came from. I agree 100%. First of all, we always say video games are meant to be fun and enjoyable, not something where you feel like you, if you are not having fun, you still have to play. And we all lose also, sight of that sometimes, I think. Uh, I, th I think so. Uh, I think as general players, it's not bad to no. um to feel a bit of burnout because you can have something else but it's also when it creeps into say a content creator or a professional player where you've attached some sort of livelihood or financial obligation from that thing that i think they're they're more prone to burnout agreed it's a it's a very difficult thing to go through i've seen so so many of the professional players go through burnout and they won't admit it or they just take a small break and then they come back and they're still not feeling it and they're still not feeling it and it's just i, I think it's going to end up being a gamer's disease or, or something we, we need to have our own diagnosis for it because it's a it's a sneaky thing that just comes out of nowhere and then you're just feeling a whole sense of how did i get here just meh no better way to describe it than just meh, meh. All right, let's transition to these fantastic community questions. Um, our first one, I'll, Silent, I'll read some of these. Do you want to read some too? 
Sure. Okay. Uh, we're going to start off with Ash Basham. Uh, first question. If you could make a skin for any god, what would it be? If I could make a skin for any god, what would it be? Oh, no. That's just... I would want... Mm, man, man. Mm, I want for some reason I, I always said I want Shibalunk to have the uh, same skins as he normally does but just with a mustache and that's that'd be his brother because they're the, tw- they're the twin warriors and we only have one of them we have half twin warriors in the game I like it Shibalunk skins all the same Shibalunk skins just with mustaches fantastic um he also follows up with do you like anime i do i do i i would call myself not a weeb a weeb initiate is the adorable name that my friends have given me that try to sort of like here have this have this anime and have this and and you'll find it all and you'll enjoy it it's great stuff and i'm sure a lot of it is it's just very difficult for me to find like a certain niche of what i enjoy and also i like to multitask and and it's kind of difficult when you don't understand the anime because it is in Japanese. I will watch it subbed. Not many are good dubbed. Some are. You know, One One Punch Man was great dubbed. Black Butler, I prefer that one dubbed. But uh, as like, are you going to have a full-blown conversation about anime with me? No, you're probably not going to get far. Well, he follows that up with, what's your what are you currently watching? What am I currently watching? Uh, uh, just because it was there, I'm watching Baki from Netflix, and uh, I'm, I've, kind of, <laughs> I've I'm hitting my burnout on on that episode for sure. It's <laughs> gotten very predictable, very anticlimactic, anticlimactic to the point where I think they're trying to piss off the viewers on purpose. I think they know what they're doing. Because it's a formula within the episodes, and it's happened three times now without spoilers. It's it's this very intense fight, 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 and then the characters experience a it. What is life? Is that they just have a crisis of like, well, I guess this is it then, huh? And and that's it. A very maybe maybe this whole time it was about the friends we made all along, and I'm still not done with it, but I'm not gonna put it down. So you're going to torture yourself <laughs> to find yeah, the end. I, I, I am. I don't think I have enough episodes, uh, which uh, is strange because it juxtaposes uh, Seven Deadly Sins, which I just finished. And I absolutely love that one. And then King's Avatar, which I absolutely love and recommend that actually for anybody who has any sense of competitiveness in them. I get asked all the time, how do I know when I'm ready for ranked? If you can watch King's Avatar... Like just just that. Watch King's Avatar. <laughs> if that alone does not get you playing ranked, you're just not meant for it. That's <laughs> it. It's a competitive player vibe that you have to have from within. Nothing else is going to get you there. Well, that might answer the next question. What's your favorite and least favorite anime? Favorite? Yeah, I, I just actually I, I got them both there, didn't I? King's Avatar, by far my favorite. Uh, it's getting a new season in the fall, and I can't wait. It's only, I think, eight. Eight, twelve episodes for one season, and then the worst anime I've probably so far because I have not seen that many would have to be Baki, just just for now. 
And his last question, what god is your smite waifu? What god is my smite waifu? My smite waifu. That would be... Mm, I don't know, because I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a hussy. I just kind of rotate through them all. <laughs> right now, somebody recommended me, Xing Qian, and I, I've, been, I've been having an itch. I don't know what it is about him. Just been playing a lot of Xing Qian. Nice. What's the story behind uh, Tools of the Trade? It's birth and partnership with High Res and more recently SSG. That From was... the lovely A Wild Deathstroke. Yes, that, I meant Ooh, to say that part. <laughs> I know Deathstroke. That was... Um, so yeah, that, that takes me back. That's actually the inception of it all. I've always enjoyed making videos. I made them for COD. I made them for um, Battlefield came into smite i wanted to make a video just about ymir wall just the ymir wall because i didn't think that people were using it right and i asked inuki because he was doing the top five plays at the time and in there he had a really nice clip with one one play and there were three walls in that one play that were just amazing and i was like can i borrow it because i'm making a video we were he was doing uh his man of war video at the time so he was in curse chat we went in there and said, like, whoa, you sound really cool and, and you want to make content. All right, cool. How about you make content with me on my channel? So that video, my first video, ended up on his. Had to have a name. He just asked me for a name. I said, uh, Tools of the Trade, because that's it. I just planned to make the Ymir wall, the Thor wall. No, the Ymir wall, the On Her Pillar. And I was going to make the Thor wall. And I think end it there. It was just going to be short videos. But from there, it, it revolved around people's suggestions of can you do this god can you do this god it's kind of like know your enemy from trend kill right backwards <laughs> and uh, from there it's just you know a friendship with anuki to he knew that when it came to making content i was consistent sure i'd go for it then that led to uh putting my name out for when they were going to do the top five console plays then as far as SSG went, I was editing for Barra since he was on Cloud9. That's back in Season 2. And Jeff, I was also editing for. They've always been together. Ven came in. So I had three of the SSG roster. And I was like, yo, can we make videos with the roster? He's like, no, we can't, we can't do that. But we like your work. You can make videos for the channel if you want. I said, all right. And I just revamped it there. Nice. All nice. right, uh, Coffin, Coffin Monkey comes in with always a troll question. Uh, never be offended by the stupid questions our uh, our get our listeners suggest. Some of them I are get far if interesting. I did. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> What's the best breakfast food, and which might God would you trust to make it for you? <laughs> the best breakfast food. Hmm. That let's see. Now, does it have to be eaten at breakfast time to qualify as breakfast food, or can it just be food that revolves around breakfast, but at any time? Whatever you feel your heart desires. Oh, no. Okay, then. I would assume uh, breakfast foods that you could eat any time. Any time. Okay, so we're just going to go with the classic, because I've already done this. At like two in the morning, get up and just feeling like, you know what? I want pancakes. So I'm going to start with pancakes. And then who would I trust? It's going to need, it's going to need a bit of dexterity. 
gotta be able to get a good flip on it because it's a big pan i've had to do this before where like the spatula is i knew if i tried to flip it with the spatula it would break it so i've had to do like a full two-handed flip uh so i'm thinking we're gonna have to give that one to hercules <laughs> he's flipping things on a regular basis he is he's flipping them i think he's got the yeah. forearms for it all right, so we got baseball five five one six. He says, "Welcome, Frost. Th- uh, love the YouTube channel. Have you ever been contacted by any publishing companies about recording your voice for Audible books?" Not, not. For, I don't. Do they do that? Do they go looking for people? I don't. They can. I don't yeah. Know. Can they? That's cool. I've, uh, I've voiced. I've voiced for a video game. Uh, there's another one in the works. I've done a few phone recordings for a few like companies and then there's uh, some advertisement thing that ssg was doing but i don't know what happened to that and then as uh it all started out too with a lot of minecraft mods but as it got more and more serious it mostly went with video game stuff nice so, but no 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 books i don't think i would do books just because if you do a bad take you have to redo the line and if you do a bad take again. You have to redo that line. I'd get bored doing the same line over and over again. I this is that. just, uh, I was thinking that because I feel like you hear stuff like that a lot. Do you ever get sick of people telling you you have a good voice? Not in an ungrateful way. <laughs> like, oh, you have a great voice. <laughs> you have a great voice. I haven't heard that one before. But it's a very, I don't know what to say. A very, uh, thank you. Right. Do you hear that a lot? <laughs> so now if people say, you have a great voice, uh, just a usual, like, no, you have a great voice, or you have a great voice. Do you get that a lot? No, never heard that one. Never heard it before. <laughs> What's it never sound like? Never heard it. Don't know what you're talking yeah, about. It's just, I, I've heard it for the past 24 years. You get used to it. I have to ask, because since we're on the, the topic of voices, whenever I listen to my own voice on the podcast, I think... I feel like I sound like just dumb. You know what I mean? Like my, vo- I hate my own voice. Do you ever feel right. that way? Um, if I do, it's not because of the tone. It's because of what I said. In a, in a very, uh, when, it, when it's all started, everything, they, they told me that they, who is, who is they? Some strange shadowy figure telling you you have to be proper have the right posture and all that no it's a very you have to be formal you have to be serious you have to make sure you get the right diction pronunciation all that good stuff and to me it just comes out as bland if i feel awkward it's because i felt it was boring and not in a sense of man do i sound like that more in a sense of why would people want to hear that? Because people do tell you, oh, I like your voice. I could listen to you read a phone book. No, you couldn't. No one could. Nope, no, no. Like, it's very boring very quickly. That's I very boring for, content. Yeah. For people who don't like their own voices, mess around with the word. I, I love linguistics in every way, shape, or form. Mess around with the words. It doesn't have to be about the voices. It's about what you say, not how you say it. Nice. Baseball's second question is, who is your favorite god to play currently and why? Currently and why? Currently, probably Cupid. Uh, I'm just in a very sentimental mood. 
And when I first came into Smite, I was looking to get better. And the first person that I saw live streaming ever was Allied. And he was playing Cupid, Little Devil. He was playing ranked, and he was like 21 and 2. The first bit of Smite I ever saw, and I thought, man, Cupid is busted, is broken. <laughs> and, uh, he, you know... <laughs> Uh, ever since then, it's it's been very near and dear, especially now with him uh, not being with us anymore. But if it was a promo game, I would always bust out Cupid. If it, I got to Masters, the game where I promoted with Mass into Masters was with Cupid, and it's always going to be a little devil. So I've I've sort of reverted to that. That's awesome. That's a good reason. All right, Audios comes in and says, "Hi Frost, you do decent videos, and your stream is mediocre at best." Um, <laughs> I have two questions today. Would you play Kepri, Sobek, or Geb ADC? Yo, we're taking them like... Yeah, I, <laughs> one at a time. Yeah. Sorry. One at a time, I, all right. All right. Uh, well, first off, that was very accurate because I do think videos are pretty good-ish and stream is mediocre at best because I'm not really a streamer. I'm just a very turn it on, what's up, how, how you doing kind of guy. Capri Gab or Sobek ADC. Ah, oh, this kills me because it's a, it's a it's a thing with the vernacular and the the semantics of am I do I play them as attack damage carry as in I'm playing them with the rings to go with the uh, the auto attacks or am I just playing them in the dual lane as all damagey? If if I'm if I'm talking like traditional smacking around. We got Geb, Sobek, and who was the other one? Capri. Capri. Probably, probably just Capri. Just he's got the nicest autos of he just does. like pinching you back and forth. Uh, and he says, "What is your favorite beer?" He asks every guest. My favorite beer is a nice, empty one. I'm just not a fan of beer. There's <laughs> something about it. It tastes like bread soaked in. Something runnier than bread, and just sort of <laughs> sat there for a while. Something runnier than bread. That's a good analysis. Uh, a nice empty one. I was like, hell yeah, just hammer it. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Big Oso coming in. Fuck Mary Kill. Nemesis Awelix Morgan. That'd be an interesting one because can Morgan transform into anybody else? I would say yes. Even a dude. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I feel like so. I I won't an I'll answer my opinion about this afterwards, but I might judge you on your opinion. <laughs> so it was Morgan. It was Nemesis and who? A Wheelix. A Wheelix. A Wheelix. Okay. 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 Feel like Morgan gets the fun times, so then it's stuck between Nemesis and A Wheelish. We're going to have to kill the wheelish because Nemesis is blind and would be able to live with him for the rest of her life. So I think we'll go in that order. You went like complete opposite of what I was going to say. I said I hear that a lot. I, I feel like I would kill the Morrigan because that bitch is crazy. If she could turn it into whatever, I'm a little freaked out. I feel like I would just fuck <laughs> Nemesis because if I married her, she would just be judging me. And I feel like you'd have to marry a Wheelix because at least you get a cat out of it. Fair enough. Sound analysis. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. I with Krakens comes in and says, Hi, Dad. Please tell all these plebs Poseidon is the best god in the game. Thanks. I think he just wants mm-hmm. to hear you say Poseidon <laughs> I'm is not the best your dad. In the game. I'm your uncle at best, kid. <laughs> Poseidon is the all rightest god in the game. I say he sits right there on just being right about there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right there. Yeah, that's that's all you're gonna get. Not bad, not good. He's just there. Okay, I agree. I think he just wanted to hear you say Poseidon is the best god in the game because that's his favorite god. <laughs> I I have found that I'm not allowed to take sides. I have to be very ambivalent, but that also leads to being a bit boring. You're sort of like everyone's grandmother. I love you all equally when I really really don't. But then I have to defend myself. So at that point, people ask you, what's your favorite? Whatever, or just Capri. Capri. Capri? Just Capri. Because who doesn't like Capri? Everybody loves Capri. Especially Lobster Capri. Oh, yeah, uh, man! <laughs> Lander Green, Clargan coming in. Howdy, sir. Love the videos. First and foremost, thanks to Colorado77 for the channel suggestion, by the way. My question would be, whom are some of your preferred slash favorite hunters and or mages to run duo lane with so whomst am i running on a daily basis in the duo lane it really comes down to flavor because i like variety yeah you're gonna get bored real quickly picking just one character that's if you ask me not not rainian he's got like what forty-seven thousand stars on that ymir of his and then there's had a Scotty earlier who had like 50 around her border. I don't know how they can stay on one character for so long. Yeah. He's a Nagi or Izanami GG has like, I think she hit yeah. 50. Did she hit 50 She's yet? So many. On hell? Fuck no, dude. Get the, what? So, so, so many. Oh, but, um, it's, it's sort of, it sort of plays around to me. Smite is a puzzle. The meta's changed, the meta's shift, and figuring out what characters do well, not not the best, but do just do decent enough in them, to me, is where I find my joy. Right now, I'm really liking Chernobog in, in the duo lane, but I've been enjoying the mages a bit more, just sort of like Poseidon in a way, because I've, I've been having this penetration fever where I do go Pythags into boots into ethereal stuff and then the rest of it is just pure pen <laughs> I, I think he's got the nicest one now the next one might be similar whom have you had the best time with in duo lane as in like a person sure. i was or thinking that character. too but i i don't know yeah. what it means who do i have the, the best time with in the duo lane um in recent memory it actually is rainian we we got into a match, and he was it was me as I think it was I think it was Cupid. I want to say it was Cupid. Oh, it was so recent. And he was of course his Ymir, and we had a DC right right from the start. This was going to be one of those surrender at five minutes. So he said, "Let's meme on him. Let's just frag him, Dad." And I was like, "Okay," and he just completely obliterated obliterated that lane. Surrendered in five minutes, and then he said, "I'm going back to WoW now." <laughs> just, just left. He says, uh, Hachiman, personal favorite hunter, unless possibly Sylvanas, if he were able to duel. 
Do you think he is in need of a buff, like reverting his first ability back to being able to go through minions and fixing his ult? Fixing his ult as in how? What's wrong with the ult? I don't know. I think Hachiman's fire right now. Yeah, I think he's incredibly good right now. And in many ways, he's one of the safest. I even made the video of it was like a tier list, but not really a tier list. He's probably the most well-rounded hunter that we have right now. I'm not sure what the issue with the ultimate is either. I haven't seen a bug on the ultimate. I know on he plays on console, um, and I know on yeah. console playing Hachiman with his ultimate is extremely hard um, because you, like on PC, you use the mouse to steer, right? On yeah. console, you, the joysticks to steer the horse don't work the same way as it would like your mouse and keyboard. So it's really, it's really crappy. It's very hard to, you know how like you can quick turn to use your alt damage? On console, yeah. you can't do that. Like you can't uh. run away and then quick turn your screen to release the damage onto the enemy chasing you to get that slow. Uh Oh, no. Um, uh, I got, let's see, at the start of this year, I got to Masters mostly playing Hachi because I just, I don't I don't like playing characters that are, are pretty much given wins to them, those being like Jing Wei. God, I cannot stand her because she's just always going to get to late game. Hachi, I think, is severely well-rounded. I don't know why the one would go through minions i think he'd absolutely dominate the lane if he could oh it, it he, was broken he, when he released yeah. on ps4 it was broken like you could clear the wave with your one the way i play hachi most of the time i don't even put points in my one yeah i, I don't either just the one the third not the one the two the three i'm gonna box you like that i'm gonna poke you and the horse is pretty much just an execute mm-hmm. or it gets you in position to do even more damage he's insanely strong in any 1v1 right now i think people undervalue the fact that he basically has a steroid on a damaging ability like you drop that banner and not only are you hitting them for damage you also get an attack speed steroid just for planting it that is really strong (laughs) you get two of them you get the one it naturally gives you and then if you stand on it you get another one yeah and that's for your team too like he has an insane uh insane fight with with his support just because if you're both standing in the flag you're gonna outbox anybody exactly i think people undervalue that as a as an ability oh the banner doesn't do that much have you stood on it And last one coming from him. Speaking of Sylvanas, what kind of builds could you see being the most efficient in a hunter role? And for that matter, you're preferred for support. So your favorite Sylvanas hunter and support builds. My favorite is Sylvanas hunter build. Just uh, if I do play Sylvanas as a quote-unquote hunter, I am not the kind to do the the rings and the attack speed and just sort of tick away at them. I want to blow them up. Pure, pure damage, pure power. Where's my poly? Where's my soul reaver? I want to run at them, blink preferably, and just drop everything and then just walk away because you know they're ticking down with the ultimate and the, uh, and the wisps. So that, that would be my style of quote-unquote hunter Sylvanas uh, or ADC Sylvanas. But for, a, for like an actual legit support build, He's severely strong in a, in um in a manner that 
He's he's like a just an, an actual walking tank for your team where you can stand around everybody, support just enough so that they can all do all the job, and then, all right, go children, go go collect the kills, and then once you're done, come back. I've got you some heals. I've got you some mana. Oh, did the, did the poor man chase you down? I've got an ult to get them off of you. And then you just walk away. So in, in a sense, it's a very safe, very strong support. But also has that X factor of the pull. It's just so fun. And it's so hard to hit. Anybody who can actually hit that is going to be a god amongst men. You want to get noticed, just always hit that pull. But as far as the build goes, he's just he's just going to work with anything. If, if anything, I'd go like a standard Sylvanas build so I can just stay alive long enough to keep doing the regular tank things. I I feel like the support build is pretty standard and there are a few what's the word I'm looking for? Situational items that fit in. Um but yeah, for the most part, support is a pretty standardized role. Alright, uh Mr. Nep comes in. What's the secret to your voice? And can you read me a bedtime story? Oh no, I feel like I know who this one was. <laughs> <laughs> a secret to my voice is narcotics and specifically the lack thereof. This is what happens when you skip out on your meds. <laughs> this is, this is a, it's a consequence of who knows what. It needs an origin story. I uh, don't know where it would be. I've told people that I won in a card game. I've told people that I lost a bet. <laughs> and this was the consequence thereof. Bedtime story... No, I don't, I don't think so. No. <laughs> Rum Runner asked, how do you learn slash teach positioning or being safe to someone else? It's going to sound backwards. How you teach them to be safe is to let them run rampant. Let them hurt themselves. Let them die. They'll slowly learn to not do those things. That is honestly the best way. I think... People don't know how to play roles because they don't, they're, they're too afraid. They're too afraid to try things out. How is it that you know how much damage you do? How did you know you could get away with that 1v1? How did you know you could tower dive that? Because I've failed it many, many times before. I have messed this up so many times. What you're seeing is all that work just finally paying off. So if you want to learn how to be safe, learn, just go Balls deep. Pure aggression. That basically what Zapman's doing every every ranked game is he's he's trying to test his limits and Press boy w. doesn't find them. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, all right, Colorado seventy seven comes in. What are your what are the goals for your channel? Oh no. It's like it's like school all over again. <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up? And I say, I don't know. But, uh, even now, I don't know. Because it started, it, it's a strange scenario where this started a few months ago and I was just hitting 1K. I was sitting on 800. Said, you know what? I'll make another video because I want to. And let's see if I could get to 1K. And then, you know, I like where this is going. I like these videos. And... It, it, they just kept rolling. They just kept going. They kept going. I was in a weird place in my head, and this is sort of my, my hobby, my therapy, because real therapy is expensive. And yes, odds are <laughs> that if I get enough of a 
of, of a viewership, the likelihood of one of them being actually licensed is pretty high. The, the, the more people I get. So all of this was from a need for therapy. And uh, I guess that's the end goal, yeah? I feel like once I get my issues all fixed, I'm just going to disappear into the oblivion. Who knows? I appreciate that comment. Uh, he then follows up with, do you feel you are more of an entertainer or a teacher? God dang it. I don't... Um... I suppose uh, I, th I think uh, there's no, no shame in entertainers being educational. In fact, I watch a lot of uh, a lot of British stand-up or European comedies. And that's probably where I get these like strange inflections, these flare-ups of different accents within my own accent. If if you watch their stuff. It's very educational. The, the, the build-up to their jokes is practically a history lesson, and I, I find it most entertaining. And then the other way around of no one listens to teachers who aren't entertaining. Perfect. So you, you kind of have to be both. Uh, and his last question is, how do you feel about crossplay on all platforms? I mean, I think it's great. More, more people all... All together, suffering equally. <laughs> Here we go back to the Beatles all together. <laughs> Clargan couldn't get enough of you. He's got one last question for you. And this is going to wrap it up. So you can you can uh, put your pencil down after this one. Would you ever consider covering one of Leonard Cohen's songs? No idea who that is. Hopefully you do. He says, hallelujah seems to come to mind for some reason. I know what Hallelujah is. Yeah, that you see, our minds have been polluted. Poor Leonard Cohen has been upstaged by another, none other than Shrek, because yep. that's <laughs> where most of us are gonna remember that song from. I wish I could sing. If I could sing, I'd never talk again. Life would be a musical. So you teach me how to sing. I'll sing anything you want. So that there you go, folks. He will teach him how to sing, and he will sing you a bedtime story. Uh oh. Oh no. He's oh, making promises dumbed. he can't keep. <laughs> right, take care, baby. Baby. <laughs> All right. Depp, you haven't talked for like 30 minutes, so why don't you take this? I one? was letting the guests get their questions <laughs> in. No, I know. I know. I'm just giving you a shit. Yeah. Well, why don't we stroll on over to our head uh, of purgatory, huh? Sounds good. I'm ready. Think it's about time for that? Well, last week's head of purgatory was to the beat of your own drum or something like that. The um, drums of war. But there we go. Fro's not here. And he volunteered for that one. So, uh,. Yeah, And since I was gone last week to do the week befores, which was Shieldmaster Odin, I can share my story of how it just really wasn't great. <laughs> um, <laughs> for starting out, uh, vo not Void Shield. Maybe it was Void Shield. It was a little rough building that towards the beginning considering the cost of all of the other items it was a really granted, expensive this, item or build I, I i took it into arena so it wasn't really the best 
place to take it, maybe, but maybe it was. Because, you know, reasons. And crappy builds, Arena is where they live. Um, <laughs> yeah. But also, my team just wasn't doing a whole lot of anything. Um, since I had all of the shields, I was very closely watching my health bar and how much shield I had left to know when I could pop my Odin shield, like ulting people um, because of Pridewin and not letting those overlap each other because the shields don't stack. Um, and so I was doing a real good job of managing that, but my team could just not follow through on any of it. Which feels bad. I feel like so. we've had very similar experiences. Go into arena, and I figure I'm gonna do basically shield master, but on Geb, where it's just constantly Ooh, Geb's a good one. Cooldowns yeah. for his three. I've got shell. I've got bulwark. I've got like hide of the urchin. All these sort of like health mm-hmm. shieldy items. But yeah, whenever you have. Your team, it's just either they run away when when, when they have like 2,000 health worth of shield or they dive in expecting something special. Yeah. Yeah, so... And the other team was doing pretty well against us. Uh, all in all, not, not great for uh, Shieldmaster Odin. But this next one could be a trip through the woods we have Olo Run that's right Olo Run Jungle and you're going to be building that movement speed baby you better find that movement speed tab (laughs) oh yeah now I will be looking over here and it looks like Neb should be on the episode Friday are you, Do we want to give it to Nev? Are you or? forcing I'm looking this... at the schedule to see who's going to be here to see who can do it. <laughs> Are you it. forcing this on to somebody? <laughs> May, I might be. Bryce is gone at training all week. Yeah, Maybe He's back next week. And... He can't do it. He'll be, okay, so like uh, force him to play it Thursday right before we that record? That would be it. Like, yeah. Or, yeah. I'm not going to put that punishment on a man where... The only game he gets to play all week is all right. Thanks, Snap. No. <laughs> Thanks. You know what you signed up for. <laughs> yeah. You know what you got coming. You know what, Willow? I don't. I see that you're you're supposed to be on there. You're not on call. Would you like to do this one? Uh, yeah, I'll do it. It's gonna be bad, but I'll do it. Right. I'll take it. I'll take the hit. All right. Okay. Saving Nev. I I'm sorry. You're welcome, Nev. If you're listening to this, happy birthday. This is gonna be De- rough. Depp man. was ready to give you a, a hat of purgatory as a present, but uh, I jumped on like that, that grenade for you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I feel like I have to build oh. shield of regrowth in this build. That would actually be an adequate item we're fucking zooming yeah. boys i don't know exactly how i'm gonna build i'm gonna find that movement speed tab and figure it out but we're gonna be zooming 
Oh yeah. Well, the the rings that actually still have movement speed, right? Yeah, I gotta get haste ring. I gotta get boots. Uh, Boombas. Uh, oh, I gotta get Boomba. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta Good get Jim Good fucking luck got... with that. Good luck oh, getting dude, any dude. kind of damage output without oh, that yeah. crit passive. Yep, I don't think I'm even gonna hit it. <laughs> uh, you'll have some damage. Uh, the, the, the demonic grip. That doesn't have movement That'll... speed anymore. Demonic doesn't have movement speed anymore. You forgot the movement. Wait, what one? What gone. one has no hasten? None of them. Telekite? Only hasten. No, they're all gone except hasten. Yeah. Yep. Oh. I don't know. Ex- like, it? I'm gonna have to build like a wing blade, oh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> winged blade. Uh, you can build Ragnar's mask. Toxic. Does toxic have it? Uh, I think like a little. Ten percent. It just kind of tacked on. Yeah, it's got like a yeah. bit of pen, a bit of attack speed, a bit of movement speed, and 200 health for some reason. Oh, this is going to be AIDS, isn't it? This is not good. And I got to be the jungler? My team is going to hate me. All right, Baji fans. I'm sorry that I'm putting you through this. <laughs> Let's hold on. Let's see here. Movement speed for Olarun. So you've got your boots, the boots, the blades, Boomers. Oh, Doomorb! I'll, I'll be Doom able to hasten drink. I'll be able to hit my 150, but it's not going to be a lot. So let's see here. Let's op- optimal build right now is and not not in this order, but you've got Doomorb. You've got hastened. Asclepius would help with your healing. It's got a solid amount of power and some health. And it's got movement Shield speed. of regrowth. Shield of regrowth. Shield of regrowth. And... Toxic blade, I would say. 30% attack speed? Yeah. It's it's kind of stupid. I guess? It's really stupid. Alright, so we're going to go Talaria boots. And that's that's pen as well. So if you go pen boots... I I I gotta go though. with if it's Olaron, I gotta go to Lar or Travelers. So it's gonna be Assassin's Blessing. I mean you don't have to go Travelers. I mean it's the movement speed. So yeah, you gotta Yep. I, yeah, you have to know. Uh, it doesn't say build all of the items with the most movement speed. Oh I'm because otherwise I would But then it's not memeing hard enough. So we're going. I mean, I don't want this to be painful for you. Okay? That's what all it's of these are. Boombas and the blades. It's already Boombas and the blades. Do it for the memes. Build, build winged relic, toxic and witch. Oh no, relic doesn't have movement speed on it anymore, does it? Yeah, ten percent, baby. Yeah, Bill okay. thought, What got removed from that? Though the attack speed got removed from that, from that tree. Yep. Um, so it's going to be Assassin's, Bl- 10% Assassin's Blessing with um, Lost Relic. And then I'm going to do to Traveler's Boots. Do I get Cursed Orb and then go on to another item? Or do I try and get all the way to you, Doom Orb? You could do Cursed Orb early and wait for Doom. How about you surprise us? With what you're gonna do, right. a, we'll talk uh, about it. I'll talk about how terrible. Yeah. Ooh, you know what? Doing that whole thing all at once as a jungler, you're not gonna be doing much. Nope. Start. Not even start, a little bit. Start your speed camp. Back. Get cursed orb. Go back into the jungle. I don't think I. I and then get no jungle because it's all gone. And then go. Because yeah. <laughs> somebody invaded me level one. Fuck off. God, I hate the level one invade meta. 
You know what you do, Willow? You kill them. It's about to get worse. It's about to be uh, level one invades and blink. Blink, blink, blink. I've seen the future and it is five people with blink. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Depp. I think you have some reading to do. Depp has some reading to do because we have our community corner. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We gave you a couple weeks to talk about what charities would you support and how would you do it. Would you do a stream? Would you do a promo video? I don't think anybody really talked about how they would do it, but still. Willow, I'm reading what you wrote. I know, I know. Don't at me. <laughs> Starting off, we have Ash Basham. I love animals and anything to do with charities that involve helping and stopping the euthanasia of animals. The organization is Best Friends Animal Society. This organization organization takes in unwanted pets and it helps get them adopted. And they are pushing to make all shelters a no-kill law. This is one that I would want to support and do things to get them more support. Then we have Willow throwing shade at the challengers for not getting in. We had one in like a week and a half. You're not wrong. I'm just saying. You're coming at them. Web Impulse says, I'd support any charity related to mental health and suicide prevention. Great cause. Big Rick. Big Rick coming in. IDK, if you can call it a charity, but I feel like it's in the same realm here. I've been a Special Olympics volunteer for almost 20 years now, and I encourage everyone to do so at least once. It's a great thing to help someone who just once, who was just simply born less fortunately, and help them have fun and create memories for them. Just by being there and being friendly, you can have a big positive impact on someone who could always use it i i'm right there with rick yeah. i would choose the same one this isn't the one i would choose but i have been a part of the special olympics for or not recently but i was for a few years a while back and special olympics is definitely mm-hmm. a charity organization they do a lot more volunteer style work so you usually have to put in time it's not just like you can donate here but right. the Special Olympics is a great thing. Um, I love what they're doing. They raise money for these kids to, to come and do just fun activities. It's a fantastic program. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Next up, we have Danny Boy. So I would support Miracle Feet, an organization that helps clubfoot babies and Lori's Children Hospital. A lot of people don't know this, but my son was born with bilateral club foot. It was a journey I was not prepared for financially and mentally. I can't express how much gratitude I have towards these organizations. They helped with covering costs of surgeries and special shoes my son has to use to correct and maintain his feet in the right position. Not to mention linked us with other parents to help us prepare for the journey we are on with my son. I would help them by trying to raise money for them or even donating my spun, my son's special shoes to them, 
which they send to third world countries to help kids that can't afford certain things. I even volunteer to help other parents when I can. It's not much, but any help is better than none. I I like Danny's approach. He did a very um, personal charity event, or like charity fundraiser that means a lot to him. And I think uh, is very a positive thing for everybody to know and share. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have Coffin Monkey. Any charity that has to do with protecting wildlife. Back in my early 20s, I was selected to go volunteer on an animal sanctuary for a month in South Africa to work with baby cheetahs. It was going to probably be the greatest moment of my life. Unfortunately, we got scheduled for a deployment, which ended up getting canceled at pre-deployment training, and I never got to do it. To me, to give regular college students an opportunity to not only volunteer and experience nature, but to also protect these beautiful creatures. These orgs are so valuable and important to the survival of our planet. Makes me curious about all of his animal shelter. <laughs> his animal <laughs> shelter memes? Maybe that's why I mean, he does yeah, it. Yeah, his memes. Maybe, maybe that's why, to raise awareness. You're doing... A peculiar job at it, yep. Coffin Monkey. I'll, I'll give you that. And then our last submission, Baseball 5516. I don't know of a charity like this. I'm sure there's one. I just haven't done this research. But I would try to support a charity that equips parents with knowledge and information on how to raise autistic children. I have a sister who is autistic. And we had to learn sign language just to be able to communicate Love her the most, though, and wouldn't change anything about her. There are tons of great charities that do a lot of work with autistic people. Um, I used to work in a program. If, as you guys know, I, I've worked in mental health and behavioral health for a long time. One of the jobs that I had, oh, this is almost 10 years ago now, um, I worked with autistic um kids and helped do help them in school and uh in the community there are tons of great programs um all over the place for autistic kids you just search up on facebook or you or google and you can find tons of resources and um, tons of communities that would be more than willing to share their knowledge and help um with anything so awesome Depp, and i gotta ask yes what's your charity what are you going with i would i would do the special olympics like rick said yeah i've i've got an uncle with special needs and so that's always kind of hit close to home for me so i hear you that's that's where i'm going with that one uh, silent you got any yeah uh one of the ones i try to do stuff uh with whenever i can is the wounded warrior project um fantastic being a vet like i've seen a lot of what my friends have gone through and what their friends have gone through and what their friends have put them through you know unintentionally so i like to um you know i was lucky enough to to get through my time with with you know all of my body parts and, and not having to suffer with ptsd um and seeing people have to suffer with it just because i was you know, more fortunate with, with what I did in my duty stations like that. It makes it really tough for me. 
Um, and the other one I would probably do, um, if I, you know, if I had more time and stuff like that would be the lung cancer research foundation. Um, I lost my old man to lung cancer. Um, so that's like kind of, kind of one that's close, close to the heart. I, uh, I appreciate you saying that because I was going to throw a shout out a little later in the podcast, but I'll throw it in here. Um, we were recently reached out by a community member. I'm not going to share any names who's struggling with a few things. And um, I just want to show him a little bit of love. Um, he found out some really bad news that, of course, I'm not going to share any more than that. Um, but uh, there are people in the community that are dealing with a lot of things and it's nice to hear that we are an outlet for some of those people. Uh, shout out to that guy. If you're listening, everybody from Bocce sends you love and support. And if you need anything, anybody to talk to or say anything, feel free to find us on Discord or in on twi- Twitter, whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, say, lived, hey. I lived what you're going through, so <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Bocce love, man. Um so I'll go. Uh, I've had a, a few that are relatively personal. Um, I had a friend that w- I was relatively close to who had cystic fibrosis. And if you know what that is, it's a really horrible disease that basically slowly shuts down your lungs. Um, he was lucky that he was born in the age that he was and had the opportunity to see some of the medical advances. But you hear horror stories of kids dying as young as 10 to 12 because their lungs just don't function properly anymore. Um, I, we used to do a yearly event where we raise money for cystic fibrosis. And the one year we raised over a thousand dollars in just a really small community of people, um, which was great. Another one that I have participated in multiple times is the MS walk or anything that has to do with MS. My mother, Uh, I love her dearly, but she was diagnosed with MS when I was about six. Um, So she's been dealing with that for quite a long time. Um, She's, I've seen her fall just out of nowhere. She's been blind because of it. It's, it's a very terrible disease and it, it is not fun to live with. Um, I learned relatively quickly how to do a lot of things around the house because I had to. Um, There was more than a few weeks where I cooked all the meals at the age of like eight or 10. Um, and I love my mom dearly and I know she would do anything for me. That's why I always am willing to participate in something like that and raise money for a fund like that. Uh, and lastly, I, um, am a big proponent of, um, now I can't think of what it's called. Holy cow. I'm blanking. What's the children's hospital? The St. Big, Jude's. St. Jude's, thank you. Holy. I was thinking Jude's, and I was like, nope, that's not right. St. Jude's Children's like, Hospital. He's blanking <laughs> all the time. Right? <laughs> um, wow. St. Jude's Children's Hospital is a great organization. Um, I have a friend who, another friend who, um, whose children had some some problems, and they started doing, if you know, they started doing this thing called Zelathon that's become a huge thing. Um, and she's part of where it started. Um, so that's another one that I would support. 
Frost, I know we, we didn't really, like, warn you about this, but if you would like to answer, feel free. When it comes to charities, uh, yeah. just because it, it's, um, uh, as you mentioned, the attachment to the Special Olympics because of family, that's in the same vein for me, as I do have multiple cousins and a sibling of my own who has dealt with um, the challenges of living a normal life when you've been given abnormal circumstances and still something about being dealt a different hand than everybody else but pulling through to get the same results is something that I, I just find there's a, there's a lot of strength coming through that sort of um, those sort of actions and I've I've always felt that the Special Olympics or just just any any manner of um, if not if not help at least awareness brings about um, a lot for them exactly hell yeah this is a great community corner. Um, we are going to take a week off next week and do botchy. What what did we call it? Botchy bullshit. Um, I think so. Yeah. So next we bullshit. Next week we're just going to talk about some just random topic. Uh, maybe some more meat. We ooh. don't know. We have to find out how how the smoker went. We right? do. Hell yeah. Um, but uh, the following week we'll be back with a new community corner. Um, Thank you guys all for participating. If you didn't have, if you didn't want to participate because maybe something was a little too personal, we understand. Um, and we still shout out to your charities as well. Hell yeah. Well, that nearly wraps everything up. Let's give a uh, quick shout outs to NCS for the sick outros. No copyright sounds. For all your non-copywritten sound needs. <laughs> and wildmonkeydesign.com. Wildmonkeydesign.com. For all your design needs. <laughs> See that? We got sound and we got design. Let's go. And we got a bitchin' logo. <laughs> we got a bitchin' logo. Look at that thing. It's beautiful. Beautiful. <sighs> well, the other prost. Why don't you tell us where we can find you out on the interwebs? You can find me at your local supermarket <laughs> by the clearance and manager special. This stuff is definitely going out of date. It's starting to look at you funny, those <laughs> kinds of products, you know. But uh, if, if you're actually like keen to find me, uh, I, I think I've monet, not monetized. I've got a monopoly on The Other Frost. So twitter.com slash The Other Frost. YouTube.com slash C slash The Other Frost. And then Twitch, same, The Other Frost. And we'll share those links in the description. Uh, hopefully we remember this time. I think we forgot on the last episode. Sorry, Koja. We can always edit the description. We can. Um, any shout-outs you want to give? Shout-outs, shout-outs, shout-outs. Um, honestly, all this has been, like I said initially, a fever dream. Shout-outs to the community, the same community that we've been saying for seven years now that hates seeing the uprise of anybody, that if you try to 
do anything special for the community. It's just going to, this community is just going to spit back in your face because that's the community that made me go from zero to whatever it is that I am now. <laughs> Slightly not so zero. So I honestly, as much as people like to say, you did it, you did it. And as, as much as I don't want to be sappy, we did it. We did it. The Soviet national anthem plays through. It is very much just a community effort. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, man. Well, all right. You know where to find the rest of us. Why don't we get on out of here, boys? I'm okay with that. Links are in the description. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Wishing that I couldn't away with you. Prison my fear just pulled me